Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you are a new listener, thank you so much. Give us a like, share, and follow. Tell a friend. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back and giving us another listen. Thank you for being on this awesome journey with us. Today um, and and for a couple of more weeks, I want to talk about something that's so important and paramount. And as a result of something that just happened recently, I want to talk and discuss... um, Suicide and depression in women is so paramount, um, so important. Uh, Depression is real. And I think as all things, it deserves more than one month when, you know, we have awareness, October awareness for this. We'll have an awareness for that. Um, Black history awareness. Every day should be an awareness for something. And as you see more and more women um, into this depression and suicidal thing, beautiful young women, women at young ages um, who hadn't even begun to live, who believe that life as they see it has just come to a standstill and that there's nothing else that they can do. Now, in my mind and strength, of course, knowing who I am as a woman of God, I have to contend that there's no spiritual foundation because if there was a foundation, we would know greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We would also know that this too shall pass. So when you get into that and we get into the things in the crux of life, when I'm operating on life's terms and when I'm operating in the natural, then all I see is what's before me. I can't see anything that's going to change. I can't see that though this is hard, man, this is shattering. This is about to just take me out of here. So I feel Um, because they're feelings and they're real. But when I don't have somebody I can run to, when I don't have somebody bigger than me, when I don't have a father that I can cry to, it makes it even that much more um, hard to deal with. So for me, I think this is important. Um, We had a young lady who committed suicide recently and had been having some issues uh, over the years. I think they advised that she could not get past the the boyfriend or something, um, getting married. But I wanna tackle this. I wanna get into this subject. I wanna let us all know, men and women alike, but again, we know this podcast is for women, but no one is exempt from the lessons that can be learned in it. Suicide is complex. It's a heartbreaking issue that affects all people from all walks of life. Historically, uh, the discussions around mental health, particularly for women, is always shrouded in stigma. It's important to acknowledge that societal expectations, gender roles, and cultural factors have played a significant role in shaping women's experiences. We are We have always faced unique challenges from limited access to education, work opportunity to societal expectations that may have contributed to feelings of hopelessness. But understanding this historical context is crucial in order to address the root of the problem. I always tell people we treat symptoms. We don't treat problems. We mask it 
in the drinking. We mask it in the smoking. We mask it in the promiscuity. We mask it in so many things and we think that's what we have to correct. But no, we have to dig deeper. We got to delve into the root of what's causing us the dissension of what's causing us to do those things. Those things are simply a result of the pain and the problems that we have within. So it's crucial that we shed light on this issue because it's so paramount, y'all. So what are some of the uh, factors that contribute to this alarming trend? It, 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 it is not a one-size-fits-all answer, but we often see a combination of biological, physiolo- physiological, and social factors. Hormonal fluctuations, trauma, mental health disorders, all this can play a role. Additionally, societal pressures, gender-based violence, and economic disparities can also create an environment where women feel overwhelmed. See, we get into this social media thing. We look at what people have on social media, knowing this is just a real. Y'all know this thing, these things are not real. People don't live that type of life day to day. Even that person that's on social media flossing like they have it all got issues and my thing to everybody is you still have to commute with yourself at the end of the day at the end of the midnight hour you got to be the only one there to know what's really going on in your heart and mind so we can play the role we can bring that representative out but at the end of the day, you've got to contend with the real you, whether you want to accept that person or not, whether you want to deal with that person or not. So it's clear that addressing suicide requires suicide in women is a multifaceted approach. So the rates are rising, y'all. Suicide is still far more among men and rates are still climbing for both genders. But we're going up to... Uh, the women has rose to 45%, even from 1999 to 2014, and, and we're in 2023 now. So it's jumping, y'all. Uh, you remember the one they had, the beautiful little girl at the school? I don't know if it was Southern or something, and she jumped into the river to water and drowned. We had the beautiful lady, I think she was a former Miss USA, Miss something, and she jumped. 29 alpha 29 stories black women usually not black women but women usually do not defile the body they'll take pills let me say because they worry about what they'll look like in the casket right so when a child a young person can jump that far there's a serious problem there is some unrooted things you know when you can get into the part where it's so traumatic you have not even, you don't even care because at that point, there's nothing else to turn to. That's nothing else. You see no other way out and it is detriment that you leave this place, but we are making permanent decisions for temporary problems. So we we have to address it um, so quick and we got to be able to look at our family members. You got to be able to pay attention to the people that are around you. Um, and try to assist. Uh, we and I'm trained in suicide assist, but one of the things that they talk about is people are afraid, but you you don't even realize if you notice something or you see something, you should ask, are you thinking about committing suicide? People think if they ask that, that that person would, they would promote that person to do it. But let me be clear with something. When a person is at that stage of life, they're going to do it. 
regardless. They're going to do whatever they feel necessary to get out of that pain, to get out of that despair. You can no more help them do it than what's already on their mind. I promise you, if they are at that brink, they have gone through some things where they think, this is my only option. I don't see any other way. I can't deal with this anymore. This is too hard. I, I just don't want to live anymore. So you cannot do anything to harm, but you certainly can help because if they say yes, we can get them the necessary help that they need. About as twice as many women as men experience depression. So we got to understand that. Several factors increase a woman's risk of depression. Mood changes, depressed feelings occur in normal, but with normal hormonal changes. Both hormonal changes alone don't, they don't cause, that doesn't cause depression, but all the other biological factors, inherited traits, and per personal life circumstances and experiences are associated with a higher risk of depression. So let's see, what are some of the things that contribute to that? Puberty. Hormonal changes during puberty increased girls' risk of developing depression. Temporary mood swings related to those fluctuating hormones. These changes alone don't cause depression. Puberty is often associated with other experiences, emerging sexuality, identity issues. Think about the identity crisis we have, this transgender, these names, these terms, uh, conflicts with parents. Increasing pressure to achieve in school, sports, other areas of bullying, which is really big. Um, people don't realize that is one of the meanest and cruel things that you can do to a child. I had a bully when I was young. I had a bully in childhood and um, it does not feel good. It's not a good feeling. It does not make you, it puts you in a, a good place and it can affect your life if you allow it to affect your life. So those things are important for y'all to realize. It is so not cool. It is not the thing to do. And you contribute to a lot of the things. Premenstrual problems, bloating, headaches, abdominal pain, anxiety, irritability, all of these things, you know, pregnancy, lifestyle changes, work challenges, and there are life stressors, relationship problems, lack of social support, unintended or unwanted pregnancy miscarriage or infertility, stopping the use of antidepressant medication, postpartum depression, all of these things contribute to that. Menopause, perimenopause, I can go on and on and on, but life circumstances and cultures are some of the most prevalent things. The higher rate of depression in women isn't due to biology, life circumstances and cultures. Those things play a role. Unequal power and status, workload, overload, sexual or physical abuse. Women work two, three jobs trying to raise a family because the home is broken and we don't have that man figure there. But then I want to get into some of that too because a lot of women are to blame for that. You've gotten so independent in this world, you feel like you don't need anybody. So when you feel like you don't need anybody, you want to play every role it is and you want to be a man. And now you're overwhelmed. Now you stretch yourself to the max because you can't respect that man that's beside you. We are not meant to do that. That is not our role in life. You can argue with me till Jesus come, but your role is not to be a man. Otherwise, you have those man parts. That's not God's design for women. Again, and when you don't have a Christ in your life, here we go again. So that's another debate for another time. And I don't mind going with you on that one. 
But right now, we just want to talk about the things that's at hand and how important it is to help women understand that you can overcome anything in this life. We're more than conquerors. We can do this through prayer, through a lot of things. Um, help. You can get help. You know, it's not a embarrassing thing. There are some times where life just gets the best of us, but never to the point where I don't want to be here. I have been overwhelmed this week alone, last week or this week, five or six things came at me and I was like, oh my goodness, Lord, help me. Something good has to be coming out of this. Tenant issues, car, <laughs> you know, different kind of things, family things, just a lot of things that just came at me all at once, work, and you be at that brink where you say, if one more thing happened, if I'm going to lose it, one more thing happened. But we also have to recognize that, Lord, show me the lesson in it. Lord, help me. Whatever this is, Lord, help me to learn the lesson so I don't continue to repeat this. Lord, give me what it is that I'm doing wrong. Show me, reveal me to myself, Lord. And so sometimes it's an inside job. Sometimes it's the things that causes us because, again, we haven't broken from that PTSD. We haven't overcome that childhood trauma. It's okay to seek help. Now, I can tell you back in the days, Black people... Um, men and women alike had a problem with counseling. We had a problem with that and we thought, oh, that was, who does that? But everybody needs somebody that they can release and talk to. And if you're not a spiritual person and trusting and believing God through prayer or your pastor, those things are paramount in order for you to get help. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So I just believe in trying to make sure that we're getting everything that we need and understand depression is a real medical condition it's common it's serious it's a mood disorder it can interfere with your work sleep studying eating and your enjoyment of life it can rob you of so many things so you just can't snap out of depression that's that's just not how it is and, and you have these well-meaning men or family members and things like that who believe that they can help or assist you in, in any kind of way. And they, they try their best, but it's, it's not a sign of personal weakness either or a character flaw. The truth is most people who experience depression need treatment to get better. And that's okay. So if you are a friend or a family member, and all of that, you can offer emotional support to these people. And um, and that's okay. So, and you got to always remember that there was something in your life that took you to the brink. There was something in your life that you couldn't get past. There was something in your life that made you just want to, uh, how they say, uh, take, get off of the world. It's spinning around and things like that. So, and I say all that to say, as we look around, as we look to the things in this world and how this world is going, you can bet that there's more people that's dealing with anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts than ever, because we live in a world that's so microwave. We live in a society where we think we should have everything now. We live in a society where we believe that what we see is what we should be. You have to have an internal desire to be better. You have to want to be better. You do not have to emulate somebody else to be you. You are your best version of yourself. You and you alone. 
There's no one else that can get you through these things. There's no one else that can help you on this journey but you. So even when you're dealing with that and, and you have to know and understand that, uh, that it's okay and that it will get better, even though it doesn't feel like it right now, even though I feel hopeless right now, that's okay too. And, and that's just what it is. You just have to believe that taking your own life, that's tragic. But you can overcome those things. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that it's easy. Absolutely not. Because it took you a while to get there. You know, people talking down on you. You know, people telling you you're not enough. Family and parents, it's so important to validate your children. It's so important to let them know how how much they are loved, how much you care about them. We come from so much dysfunction. We come from things that you know, we're so busy in our own lives. And as I look back over my life, especially in my 30s, I said, man, um, my early 30s and late 20s, I was so busy trying to build a life. I was so busy trying to be on that grind with my children. Sometimes you go, Lord, did I, did I do everything I was supposed to do? Did I meet the needs of my children? Did my children turn out right? Or did my children turn out like this because of a lack thereof of something that I did? And did I do the right thing? So even as we age and those that listen to these podcasts and any other podcast, know you can do it early. You can start on it early. Lord, show me how to be a better mother. Lord, show me how to be a better sister of praying to those. And help me to be a better daughter to my parents, Lord God, and help me to overcome those things that look so overwhelming in life. So we look back on our lives. And, and of course, now that I'm over 50, it's just one of those things that, Lord, I pray that I did the best that I could at that time. I had some overwhelming moments, but it didn't take me to the brink that I wanted to commit suicide. And that's not to say anything or braggadocious in me, but it says I trusted, I believed, I trusted God, even when it didn't seem like things were working out for my good, even when it didn't seem right, I still believed that it would be okay. I still believe that a brighter day would come. I still believe that I could make it through what I was going through. And that's how I overcame. And I can tell you, I suffered a lot, even in coming up from my childhood because of a bully. I suffered a lot because of those things. But you have to understand that we are overcomers. We are more than that in Christ. And it's okay to be at a depressed stage in your life. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay that you go through. But what's not okay is you feel like that that is your only option. What's not okay is to feel like people doesn't love you. What's not okay is to feel like there's no hope. And we know hope deferred makes the heart sick. So we have to believe, we have to trust that Lord, even in my times, even in my going through Lord, I'm gonna be okay. Even in that, I'm gonna be all right. Suicide is preventable and recognizing the warning signs is crucial for you to get immediate help and professional treatment. Do it even if you have to do it by yourself. People don't have to know what you're doing. You don't have to broadcast everything, but playing a role, pretending that everything is okay, pretending that you got it all together is one of the worst things you can do because it breeds isolation. It breeds loneliness. And that breeds the devil. That breeds those thoughts in your mind. That breeds, you You know, you might as well just kill yourself. It, it ain't going to get better. Nobody care about you. They don't love you. They don't like you. You're you right. You know, 
they doing this to you and they're doing that to you. And so when you get into a place of isolation where that devil can take you all over the place and all through the world and get you to believe and, and, and buy into the hype, that becomes dangerous. That becomes that place where it just doesn't look like it's going to get any better. It doesn't look like, you know, all hope is gone. So you have to tackle loneliness in order to be better. You have to get those interventions early, y'all. There's so many places. There's so many things you can Google. There's so much online and so many places that you can Google for help, for assistance. Call somebody. Um, be able to walk in that boldness. It's okay because I promise you, even those that you look at on that internet, even those that you think have it all together has had so many bouts with something who has some losses in their life. We've all had a loss. I tell you, if you live long enough, you've taken a loss. And if you say you haven't, you just flat out lying and the truth ain't in you. So, you know, you can go on with that because we all go through. But there is just a growing, growing body of research that shows that we're getting into that isolation, into that loneliness. Uh, women don't want to marry anymore because you've bought into the hype of these ignorant. And I'm going to say it again, these ignorant people on Facebook, in Instagram, TikTok, these gurus who think they are motivational speakers to tell you that you don't need a man to tell you as long as you have your own money, you can do this and you can do that. You and that money going to be by yourself. You and that money. That's why you're lonely. You and that money. And the, what they say, the love of money is the root of all evil. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Just because you can support yourself doesn't mean that's God's design for your life. That's not what it means. That's not what it means. So you have to be careful when we get out and we try to self-teach. You have to be careful when you get out here and think you have it all together. So again, get help, y'all. Let's not do this. You are so much more than what that abuse said. You are so much more than that physical abuse. You are so much more than that narcissist that's in your life. You are so much more than the bills that are overwhelming you. You are so much more than um, just feeling by yourself. You're so much more that, than thinking that you're ugly because you're beautiful. We are made in the image of Christ. We have to have support. And women, if you're listening, if you have friends like that, help your friend. Check on your friends. We're so busy in this life. We're so busy about our own business. So we're so busy about doing all the things that we want to do that we do not take time to take care of everybody else. We don't take time because it's all about us. And if it's not in my circle, I don't worry about it. If it ain't going on in my life, I ain't worried about it. You know what I mean? If it ain't this, it's not. But but think about your adolescent children that's coming up, these teenagers who go to school and somebody is bullying them. They go to school and somebody is raping them in the bathroom. You go to school and somebody is telling them some, you know, crazy things. So that's why I pray over my grandson. I pray over that. I pray over those bullies. I pray, you know, for protection and direction in his life. And Lord, if it's somebody in his life that's going to lead him in the wrong direction, Lord, move him from him. We don't even want those things to come into our children's life. We want to be able to go to war for our children. We need to pray for our children. We need to pray for our spouses, our friends, our family members, and we most of all, and pray for yourself, you know, and asking God to help keep you, but also ask him to show you those signs, show you those things that needs to be um, recognized so that you can be a better person. Mental health is real. It's important to have 
your mental health. You know, it's important to check on your mental. You know, every now and again, I ask my daughter, what's that mental doing? How you feeling? What you got going? You know, things like that. You can come into it and and just simply ask because sometimes, you know, my mind goes so much. Sometimes I'm always thinking about this, thinking about that, especially on my drive to work because it's an hour away. I have a lot of thoughts and, you know, I have a lot of things going on. I got to do this. Got to do this. I got to get this. I got to get this done with other businesses and things that I have. But I also make sure I take a mental check that I'm okay. And I promise you, if something affects me in my life that uh, I feel like is going to affect that mental, I'm going to get rid of you. I'm like Bishop Jakes. I got the gift of goodbye. There's enough going on in this world. There's enough people dying. And I'm not going to help myself out of here. God, Jesus is going to have to come get me. I will not help him. You know, <laughs> I didn't. I don't like the whole plan anyway, to be honest with you. <laughs> I ain't never been a fan of this dying thing. But because I have to, I'm certainly not going to help him because I'm going to be here to Jesus come. I'm going straight up in that cloud and things. So I'm going to be the oldest person walking this earth. Y'all keep on playing with me because this is not it. You know, dying is not the thing. But helping myself is darn sure not the way. But again, there are some people who life just seems to overwhelm. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that sometimes we don't use proper coping mechanisms to be able to get through that. And sometimes those coping mechanisms is help. It's just simply help. You just have to get out there and be bold enough to go, I'm going to do this in, in secret, make that appointment. Don't nobody know, ain't no GPS on that car. Drive your butt to the nearest facility and get help. Because guess what? As long as you're in this life, you got purpose. And as long as you exist, you you have purpose. Now, when you say, well, they died, no, you hasten your death. Now, did God see that coming? Absolutely, because he knew the end before the beginning. He foreknew you. Now, he knew the road that you would take, but there were so many times and so many instances that we could divert. We take the road less traveled. And what they say, uh, when you don't know where you're going, anywhere will take you there. So you just have to be cognizant of that. You have to be mindful of that, that a lot of these things are not, and I promise you, it's not God's design for your life. But when we give that devil a foothold, when we speak these things into life, you know what we said in our words? We speak life. I can't get past this. Lord, I don't see no way out. This is my, you're speaking that. And your body and your mind will go where those thoughts lead you. You don't realize that you're the saboteur. I just don't know. My life is just, it ain't gonna get no better. No, great is he that is in me than he that's in the world. He loves me for I know the plans that I have. Uh, no weapons formed against me shall prosper. He didn't say they wouldn't form. You get what I'm saying? But he said they wouldn't prosper. So then I'm believing that I trust that no matter, Lord, if I got to cry, if I got to dry my eyes in front of people and go fall out and wail in their bed at night, I'm believing that it's going to get better. Lord, show me the lesson. Lord, I don't want to continue in this way. Lord, help me. And you call on his name. Jeez, there's power in the name. There's power in the name. And we have to believe that. So, you know, I, I I love you all. And as I continue these podcasts and I continue to think and look at the things in society and asking God to lead me in certain things, uh, sometimes I get discouraged because I just think, Lord, is it effective? Lord, is it helping anybody? Lord, can somebody get a word and, and, and help the next person? Each one teach one, each one reach one and pull somebody else up. 
Stop thinking you're the end-all, be-all. Stop thinking that only your life matters. Stop thinking that it's just about you. We are all intertwined. People don't understand we're all woven together, that each person has a point, a place in your life. There's somebody that is going to cross your path, and they do that for a reason. God allows that for a reason. And if you can do anything by yourself, then you're not dreaming big enough. Your dreams are too small because you need people in this life. So I don't need nobody. The devil is a lie. You need the doctor to treat you. You need a lawyer to defend you. You know, you need that grocery store to provide nourishment and food for your body. So you think it in terms of, oh, I'm, I got it. I got it. Child, please. God allowed it. God gave it to you. And sometimes the devil give you things too so he can keep you on his team. So don't get it twisted that it's in your strength. All of these things that we do and have comes for the strength of Christ that gives us that ability to do it. Lord, I thank you. I give you the glory. I give you the victory, Lord, for those things that you've done in my life. Man don't promote, God does. Stop trying to toot your own horn, you know, and that's the thing about it. But y'all, check on your friends, check on your family member, mothers, check on your daughters, daughters, check on your friends, your cousins, and, and things like that, your siblings. We have to be accountable to each other. Again, this thing is created for women because we what? We believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we want to strive to build a better community. And in building that, we're building each other up. In building that, we want to make sure that we're there for each other. This is not just to be hearing. This is just not to put a podcast out there. This is for the work. And you got to be able to do the work to be able to help somebody else along the way. So I hope this has helped. Y'all, this topic is so important. Mental health is so important. Check uh, again. Check on somebody. Sometimes we lie and we say we're busy. We ain't that busy. We can do everything that we want to do. We can take care of everything we want to take care of until it comes time for taking care of somebody else. Until it comes time for us to try to go and help and check on somebody else, then we don't have time to do nothing. But we do. Hell, I say that too. And Lord, I can go home and be in the bed at three o'clock and not doing anything else. So call yourself into account. Be a better friend. Be a better daughter. Be a better mother. Be a better uh, spouse, confidant, you know, whatever it is, uh, work partner, uh, work associate. Check on your work people. You know, life and work can be stressful. You know, I always tell people we don't leave jobs. We leave the people that are there because people are so insensitive. People are so nasty. It's not the job. We love the jobs that we do. We just can't deal with the people. Sometimes everything we do and most time is the people factor. It's always the people factor. But when you think you've arrived, you leave everything else behind you. Oh, but what goes up comes down. So don't get it twisted. We reap and we sow. So help them. And if it's you that's dealing with the depression, get help. It's okay. You are still wonderful, fearfully and wonderfully made. You're still a child of the most high God. Some things in life just has gotten the best of you. And that's okay. It'll pass. Do not take your life. God has plans for you. There's gifts inside of you that if you don't, somebody else is going to miss their destiny. Don't you understand that we are all tools and instruments to help somebody else? So when you depart from here, guess what? Everything that God had planned for your life to boost and bring somebody else up, you just thwarted those plans. Sometimes you are the blessing. You are the prize. So treat yourself as such. And start speaking life. Start speaking those things into life 
that makes you know that you are great, you know, that you are it, that you are just what he says you are and that you are beautiful and you are loved. You are courageous. You are the stuff. And that's the thing about it. That's the beauty of it. Becoming a woman and knowing who you are, being that woman that God has called you to be, being those things that he said, you know, I believe it. I live by that. Are you good enough? Yes. Yes. Do I have courage to do? Yes, you have the courage. Yes. You are it. You are a strong woman. You are. We are that. So please know how good you are. Please know that um, you can do this. Please know that suicide is not the way. Um, you're loved. So I hope this has helped until next Friday. Love you guys. And I'm out.